I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're on Long Final, Ireland's aviation podcast. From Squawk 7000. In a previous long final episode, we looked at how the pandemic changed the lives and livelihoods of thousands of people in aviation almost in an instant. It's now over a year since the government's health measures saw aircraft and their crews grounded and furloughed. Kieran O'Regan has been a pilot with Aer Lingus for the last five years, which he, like many in aviation, sees as a passion more than a job. However, now he's working as a farming contractor and has swapped the right-hand seat of an Airbus A320 for a tractor's cab. Yeah, that's correct. Twelve months ago, when COVID-19 hit the world, the aviation industry took a, a major dive and has continued in that downward spiral since. It kind of forced some people to into different careers or to do something different as a stopgap to get back to flying and to, to get our, our careers back on track as it was uh, 12 months ago. So I'm now working for a local agricultural contractor uh, in East Cork. He's a friend of mine, John Flavin, and uh, I basically operate his machinery, currently just doing a bit of tilling, plowing, uh, going into the spring. So there'll be a lot of uh, setting corn and maize and stuff like that. Uh, then we'll go on and do kind of silage later on in the summer and harvesting corn and then back into tilling again around October. I think for people and everybody has their own story during COVID about how they've been either cocooning at home or furloughed or indeed working from home, as the case may be. For you, I think the reason everybody wants to have a chat with you is that just that image of going from, you know, right or left hand seat of an Airbus or, a, you know, a, a big aircraft into into the cab of a tractor. Is this a mental health exercise for you? Did you have to keep busy? Yeah, the, there is that to it as well. You know, it's important to have, to get up in the morning and have something to do. I think too, you know, you mentioned mental health there and there's very little distraction for people these days, you know, um, particularly with this these extended lockdowns that are that we're, we seem to be living through and to have a purpose to get up in the morning, you know, and get out, get out in the fresh air for me and uh, get into a cab of a tractor. It, it's It's a good thing, I think, to to have you know it 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 doesn't give me much time to dwell on the, the negatives in in say my my life uh, at the moment due to the effects of covid-19 you know so it's it, it is very very positive what are the practical implications for for an airline pilot um, with, with with the way uh, aviation is now currently in ireland like what hits you first is it currency is it income what's what's the impact of it 
Well, I suppose th- there's many impacts on it, uh, and, and it depends on what stage in your career you are. You are too, you know. For me personally, it's uh, trying to keep current. It's quite difficult because of the lack of of available flying. I'm based down in, in uh, Cork Airport at the moment. There's only three flights a week, so I haven't flown since the 21st of December, which was my annual line check. And then in January, I went into uh, the sim to do my two days of sim, which we do every six months. That keeps me valid then for 90 days, which my 90-day currency is up now on the 13th of April. Um, and I do not have a flight between now and then. So that means I go back into the same end of April to become current once again. There's a lot of, I mean, I, I'm, I suppose I'm, I'm lucky that, that I, you know, I have that option and I, I can stay current and my medical is up to date, my, my license is up to date, my type rating is up to date. But there are a lot of pilots in Ireland and around the world that don't have that luxury. You know, they coming up around 12 months now, so a lot of them will be losing their, their line proficiency check, which will basically make their, their type rating null and void. And to, to get that back, you know, it's quite difficult. You know, there's a lot of time and money and resources have to go into it to, to get pilots back up and up to speed, which it's not something that's done all overnight. And then I suppose there's, there's, you know, progression in your career. You know, you're coming closer and closer. Like I, I'm a co-pilot with, with Erlingus, but you're coming closer and closer to, to the left seat as, as time rolls on. This now is probably going to put push that back. And I mean, you've got student pilots alone, you know, like people finishing their their flight training at the moment. It's it's quite difficult for them because, you know, there's not going to be that much employment in the industry for pilots probably for a while uh, until things start to peak, peak up again, you know. And yet we hear uh, from various different sources that they anticipate there'll actually be a pilot shortage at some point in the future. Yeah, that's, that. you know, that that's always been the case, you know. Um, you see these articles online saying that there's a, there's a lack of pilots. Now, maybe, the, you know, there's probably a lack of certain qualified pilots in the world, and there probably always will be, you know, like to try and find a captain to, to fly a, an A320 or a 737 or a, you know, a 777 or a 787 or something like that. You, you, you don't find these people, you know, on the streets or around the corner. These are people who have dedicated many, many years of their life and, and they're, they're, you know, professionals in their field. And they're very, very hard to find, you know, and, and um, Aer Lingus is lucky that most pilots that go in to Aer Lingus finish out their career in Aer Lingus, generally speaking. But it, it is quite difficult to find these people, you know, the airline this pilot shortage thing I think there are a lot of pilots in the world but it's it's relatively qualified pilots to do particular tasks for airline How did a young fellow from East Cork get involved in aviation in the first place? I just always loved it you know I always love you know I just love machinery you know you know as a young as a young teenager I was always like I said a while ago I was up up in tractors and machinery and um, you know I was driving tractors when I was nine years old around farmyards so it's just something that I've had on my life, and and then when you look at machinery, I mean, a, a jet airplane is is the ultimate machine, you know, the ultimate in engineering. Um, you know, the speed that they travel at, the conditions that they fly in, the systems on board. It's just a an interest that I've always had, and it led me up into into aviation. And uh, I first flew a light airplane when I was sixteen years old, and then kind of messed around with it for a while, and and eventually um, became a, a commercial pilot many mm. years later. Where did you do the flying as a 16-year-old? Uh, in Cork Airport, yeah. So I was working on a farm and uh, just 
any money that I had, I went up, I might do a half an hour here and a half an hour there. And eventually I uh, ran out of money and pressed the pause button for a good few years and I went to college. Uh, and then started working after college again and, and began to get some money in and, and reinvested in my pilot's license, you know. For people who haven't done it, uh, I suppose, really, uh, it'd be interesting to explore. It, it's quite a risky, well, risky is the wrong word, but it, it, it's a high high demand decision to make that decision to become a professional pilot, isn't it? Yeah. There's a lot of dedication involved in it, it particularly if you're self-funding it. Mm. Um, a lot of guys that I would have went to flight school would have, would, would have had other jobs. Some guys had, you know, full-time jobs as as plumbers and as engineers or accountants or, you know, vast varying careers that they, that they came from. I know guys who had remortgaged houses to, to pay for it. And it's a big, you know, you're, you're flipping the coin, you know. Mm. It's a very, very volatile industry, as we can see right now, um, as we saw back in the last financial crash as well. And it's very difficult. And when you go for these jobs and these interviews and SIM checks and stuff like that, it's, 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 uh, there's a lot of competition there, you know. So when you do get into, into, into flying, you tend to try and stay there. We talked in a previous podcast uh, about the idea of recovering aviation, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm sure if you're you most likely you're, you're on WhatsApp groups and you're talking to your colleagues, etc. Mm-hmm. And as you say, if you haven't been flying since what December 21st, keeping in touch is important. But what is the overall sense amongst the professional pilot community at the moment about what's ahead of us? Well, we're we're facing a very difficult time financially. It's 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 basically the challenge to keep the doors open where a lot of airlines around the world are they're, they're predicting by the end of May will be bankrupt because this is just being devastating to the to the aviation industry. Airlines have no revenue and they still have bills to pay. They have leases to pay on airplanes and they have to maintain the airplanes even when they're parked. You know, all this kind of stuff and, and paying for, for parking spaces wherever the airplanes are parked. So all of this, is it costs a lot of money. They're trying to retain staff because... You know, there will be, you know, at some point, hopefully, uh, again, a spike in travel. And, and we have to be ready for that. And like I said a while ago, you can't just switch it on and off. Um, as a business, as an airline business, you have to be in a position where you're ready to go. So, if, you know, if, they, if there's a demand and, or an increase in bookings because of vaccine programs or, or a plan that some governments have around the world to get going again, you have to be ready to go. So it's a huge financial a task to keep the doors open and, and I mean um, amongst us as pilots we're, we're seeing that from particularly here in Ireland I mean we've had little to no assistance from the from the Irish government and it's it has been no meaningful financial aid to keep the doors open to, to keep these airplanes ready to go in fact we see now that you know air, air, airlines are, are moving their aircraft from Ireland to other countries because of the, the travel restrictions that are in place and it's it's sad to see because to get them back is going to be very, very difficult because when you're moving an asset, I mean, if you were to buy an A320, for example, you wouldn't have much change out of $100 million. So you take this asset and you, you have a plan for it for three to five years. Once it leaves the, the island of Ireland, that asset is is there in another country and you're not just going to, again, flick a switch and bring it back. Mm. You're going to you know, is, plan Is there for a that. possibility that, you know, that for the powers that be or indeed even for the general public, there's a sort of a belief, should we always have a, a national airline? We, we, there'll always be an airline representing Ireland. Yeah, it's essential for the economy in Ireland to have a national, a national or any, any country to have a national airline. I mean, it's, you know, when you have a national airline based in your country, you have, 
you kind of have a, a little bit of control as to how you support your your economy and you know the connectivity that you can provide you might want a certain sector of like for example in dublin you've got facebook and google you know huge uh, worldwide companies they need connectivity into dublin so Erlingas have have provided that for them so you know having that asset in in ireland is very very important for for the whole economy i think everyone out at this stage has seen it online it's all about supporting all these these jobs that we keep talking about these you know 143,000 people the amount of money that that the aviation industry can generate for this country it's like 17 billion which is about almost 7% of the gdp of ireland the tax that the government get alone on that that goes into the central funds for ireland to, to run our country is, is 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 vast it's in the billions and the irish government need to need to invest in the aviation industry heavily you know in in, in the terms well, of like we heard we heard the uh, one of the ministers uh, talking on the radio during the week uh, admitting they don't have a plan no him and ryan if the words came out of his mouth they do not have a plan and again this is something that it baffles me. It baffles a lot of people, and and we can we can sit here and talk to it, talk to each other about it all. But and I would say to anyone that that's listening is going to listen to this here in Ireland or or anywhere else is, is that you, you need to do something about it. You need to for 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 here in Ireland, you need to get online. You need to be active on social media. You need to like and share. You know all these things that we see about recovering our, our economy in Ireland and uh, and Irish aviation, and you need to. Get online, you go to online, just type in whosmytd.ie and you'll find out all your government representatives in your area by just putting in your address. And you can then write to them and tell them your story and, and, and tell them that the Irish aviation industry needs to get support from the government. And, and by doing that, you are, your, your voice is being heard. You know, if you sit at home and do nothing about it, nothing's going to happen. We're going to have people, for example, like Eamon Ryan saying, we just don't have a plan and just going to leave it at that. But that's not good enough. That's not good enough for all these people who, who are depending on, on, on the employment. And we know, Kieran, that of course, aviation is not unique. There are many other industries and professions as well who are feeling it. Just to bring it home, if you don't mind, a little bit closer to you, the conversations you've had at home about this, has it ever gotten to the point where you might just think, that's it with flying, good luck? No, I mean, it's, like I said, I'm so heavily invested in that career at at this point, I just can't walk away from it. And this is one of the reasons why why I'm on here today and why I've done that. The things that I've done the last couple of weeks is because I'm trying to get Along, along with other people, we're trying to get this more people involved in this conversation. We're trying to get people to understand that we need to write to our to our local representatives from government and and, and seek help and seek funding. Like, have, we have you like, any proof that lobbying works? Not not just yet, because we haven't finished. You know, it it does. It it, it has to help. I mean. You know, when you write to a TD, they have to do something about that. You know, they have to bring that that letter to the attention, you know, in the doll. And and it gets, we need to talk to government. We need to be active with our government representatives to get this funding because these are the people who will be giving us the funding. And and like, if you look at our European counterparts, for example, Lufthansa, they, they announced there recently they're going to be flying in another Cork, uh, Cork airport here. And they have they have got state, state aid to the tune of nine, billion euro and like i i don't think people understand the vast amount of money that that is a lot of people here for example ba got 300 million sterling from the uk government and and Ryan got 600 million but like if you if you were to to try and explain that to somebody the vast difference between a million and a billion in, in everybody can 
can grab the concept of time. If you were to say that one euro was one minute, a million euro would be 1.9 years. A billion euro would be 1,900 years. So the vast funding that Lufthansa got compared to, say, Aer Lingus got in Ireland here, or Ryanair, or CityJet, or Stobart Air, hmm. we haven't really got any meaningful funding. I mean, and now you have Lufthansa, who've got state aid, they are now flying in and operating in the Cork Airport, where where people like me are sitting at home, who normally would be operating out of these airports. Yes, the government have given the airports funding, but there's no point in having airports if you don't have any airlines to fly in and out of there. So it's 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 vitally important that people partake in this conversation and to, to talk to their TDs and their ministers and write in and, and, and get your voice heard to say, we need funding and we need funding fast because, uh, like I said a while ago, by the end of May, you'll see a lot of airlines going bankrupt. And that has a whole new, uh, there's a whole new world coming down our way because here we live in an island nation and we need we need connectivity and we need an industry. We need tourism. We need hospitality. Even people, if there's people in that industry uh, listening in now or, or student pilots, you know, even here at Cork Airport, get 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 online and, and, and start writing and get your voice out there and, and let's make some noise and get our funding because otherwise we will not have an aviation industry in this country. How do you handle the challenge of crying wolf? You know, recently someone said to me, you know, Aer Lingus is a private company and 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 uh, why should we care about about Aer Lingus, you know? But, you know, Aer Lingus have been on this island providing connectivity for 85 years and, and there are people who have dedicated their lives, like people working for 30, 40 years to give this service to this country. And it's like saying, even in other industries or other companies that you have an, an employee working there for 30, 40 years, you would hope that the company would have some compassion and care about that person rather than just saying, well, we're a company, you've been here 40 years, so what? There's the door. Life shouldn't work that way, you know? Like we, we, have, we all have power to play here. We all have put time and, and investment in, into our jobs in Ireland and in Aer Lingus and to, to even just to become a pilot. And, and we need support. And we need we need to we we need support to be able to support the economy here in Ireland. Were you surprised by some public reaction, including flight shaming, which seems to have been the strange yeah. phenomenon that's appeared uh, yes. in, in the last while? Yeah, it's horrendous, really. I mean, again, look, we're, we're, I, I'm in favour of of public health measures. We're trying to conserve life here, uh, and that is extremely important. Uh, and and people have lost their lives. You know, luckily. Uh, you know, my family have been affected, but there are people who, you know, even colleagues who are in their families. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every and that's the sad bit is that every probably will, everyone would probably know somebody by the end of this has been severely affected by it. But you know, if the government are shutting down our airports or shutting down our country, they need to support the industry that's that's there to keep us alive, to recover at the end of it. They, like you said, they don't have a plan. The government don't have a plan, and it's it. it I can't say it enough. Uh, you know, it's vitally important that we have a plan and that we we that we say to government, you know, we need assistance and you need to have a plan. Countries around Europe are planning to open up in June, July, you know, with very little or no restrictions. Like Ireland have no plan. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Well, typically, some, you know, Patrick's weekend or Patrick's week was the start of the tourism season, uh, certainly down around your part of the world and in Kerry as well. But that looks like a, 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 an empty void for anybody working in tourism. Yeah, you can just forget about it. It's written off. Uh, we, we had some hope. I mean, we thought, you know, by now, you know, we'd, we'd have some hope. But again, in January, the government come out with even, even tighter restrictions again, which makes it very, very difficult for any business to operate. You know, there's a lot of people out there hurting, you know, and not just in the aviation industry. There's many businesses, small businesses that are that are hurting badly because of this. With that sense, and I don't know why the analogy came into my head, it's not a great one of scraping the tail off the runway. You know, when, when you're just running out of energy, uh, how are you keeping going? I, I suppose it's, it's, the, it's the fight. It's the fight to try and keep this, this industry alive. It's, it's, it's the passion that I have for my job. It's... Uh, it, it, it's I, I care about about other people getting involved in the industry because I was there once, you know. I was that person trying to look for a job, and it's kind of it's kind of sad to, to see young people putting all their time and money into this and coming out at the end of it with, with virtually nothing. And, and the government need to keep that in mind as well. That if there, if if there is no aviation industry, young people would just turn away from it. And then what what have you got left after that? You know, you're, you're looking at other airlines, other countries to support our industry, which is. It's not really the way it should be. We should be supporting our own country from from the inside out. So the old Irish analogy of sure it'll be grand, we'll be grand, we, we'll mm. be okay. You're saying yeah. no. We won't be okay. You know, if we don't get funding from the government, we will not be okay. And it, it's black it's black and white, Michael. There's, there's no way around this. A second consecutive summer with no revenue, that, that is just horrendous for, for any, any business. And, you know, aviation isn't something you can just create overnight you know we, we we have a strong aviation industry in ireland and we need to hold on to it in order to be successful going forward kieran o'regan thanks for joining us on long final thank you michael 
and thank you for joining us on this episode of Long Final from Squawk7000.ie. If you'd like to hear more, please subscribe and do tell your friends. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.